Welcome back to Gridlocked. My name is Tracy Taylor. I am a Seattle area traffic reporter, and this is my podcast, All Things Traffic and All Things Tracy. Now, over the last 10 to 12 days, if you're not from the Seattle area, let me just kind of give you a rewind of what's happened. We've had an onslaught of winter weather that worked its way into our region, and it really did a number on our area roads, and while well, the schools had to close, kids were rejoicing, parents were frustrated, and then we got hit, and we got hit hard, where some regions received up to a foot of snow, like North Bend, which is just outside of this Seattle area. It's about 25 miles outside of Seattle, and it's on the foothills of the Cascade Mountain Range, uh, very close to, if you want to look it up online, Snoqualmie Pass. And uh, I have friends that live in North Bend that said this was probably one of the worst ones that they've seen in a very long time. Here where I live, I live in southeast King County, we received about 10 inches of snow, and it really did a number to our area out here. I know my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, they live uh, in Maple Valley. Their school district was closed for the week. My kiddo, uh, she goes to Seattle area schools and she was out of school for a couple of days as well. And the governor went as far as issuing a state of an emergency. Or if you don't know what that means, it basically means everything in the uh, area is just kind of essential um uh, you know, uh, crews that need to be out and clearing the roadways and um, if emergency vehicles and so forth and so on. And, you know, it went as far as canceling some of the concerts that were supposed to happen at the Tacoma Dome. Bob Seger had to cancel his show on a, last Saturday. Uh, Justin Timberlake was supposed to be at the Tacoma Dome, and he had to cancel his shows because of the state of emergency. And the roads were just so, so bad and so icy. Um, you know, I'm going to hand it to our area agencies, King County Metro, uh, Sound Transit, King County Roads Division, Seattle DOT, the City of Seattle, Washington State Department of Transportation. They really got ahead of this storm. I think they've learned over the years that they really just need to get out there and take care of things before things get really, really bad. And that's exactly what they had done. However, with limited resources that our state has, because Quite frankly, here in Western Washington, we don't get snow as often as some of the cities like in Eastern Washington, like Wenatchee and Spokane, uh, over in Montana, Idaho, Midwest. You guys are used to snowstorms. Seattle just doesn't happen very often. And when we do, it cripples the city. And that's exactly what we saw in some areas, but not necessarily in the Seattle metro in itself. Seattle DOT... And the Seattle, uh, city of Seattle really got ahead of this storm, laid down treatment, got roads sanded and plowed. They really made sure that we didn't come to a screeching halt like we've seen in years past. So again, big hats off to all of our area um, agencies that really got ahead of this storm. I got to hand it to you guys. You know, I've seen my fair share of snow in this area for a very, very long time. And uh, we did a great job making sure that we didn't become paralyzed when the storm hit. Now, I can't say for other areas, like um, places in Woodenville, Bothell, Mill Creek, absolutely crippled because of the snow. North Bend was, um, you know, and some people just didn't see plows for days on end. You know, we were out in the snowstorm 
a few times and we were driving and I've got a really great photographer and a driver um, and we really covered a lot of ground while we were out on the roads. Jackknife semis going down side streets that, you know, we actually had to get out of the car and cover because it was a Costco semi that went completely sideways down a area street in Linwood. And I haven't seen something like that in a very, very long time. But man, you guys, we just did a great job. Now, some will say otherwise. Uh, you know, it, it's pretty interesting to me for the people that I've talked to, parents and uh, school officials, the people that I had spoke with about this snowstorm, some were frustrated, yes, and I can uh, totally understand that. But others were really impressed with how our local agencies did. So again, a big hats off and a big thank you to everyone that worked really hard to make sure that roads were passable and kids could get to school. Um you guys really deserve a pat on the back and a great work uh, for everything that you've done within the last 10 to 12 days. All right, so let's talk about another traffic thing that I'm actually pretty excited about. So two years ago, there was a groundbreaking and if you're familiar with the Renton-Kent area and our Valley Freeway, which is Stair Route 167, this is the interchange and it's the direct connection in Renton from 167 to 405. Well, good news, drivers. Your direct connection and the flyover ramp is going to be open to traffic as early as Tuesday afternoon. With all of the construction and all of the closures that had happened over the last two years, it's great news and great savings, according to DOT. I was just looking over their blog post over the um, first phase of the 405 Renton to Bellevue Widening and Express Toll Lanes project. So if you travel northbound on the Valley Freeway and you look at the 405 interchange, you have been stuck multiple times because that's just a big choke point for drivers that head northbound on the Valley Freeway to either go north on 405 to get to Bellevue or go south on 405 to get to Tukwila. Well, that interchange is supposed to open Tuesday afternoon. So that is such great news and DOT really working very hard to get that done and ahead of schedule as a matter of fact. This also makes additional improvements to the auxiliary lanes from I-90 to Lake Washington Boulevard, um, Sound Transit, bus rapid transit system. Guys, this is exciting news, especially when it comes to that interchange. Well, I hopefully this is going to see some alleviation with this choke point there, but it is yet to be determined. Again, we will keep an eye on this for the opening on Tuesday afternoon, or at least that's what DOT is saying. So I will have an update for you next weekend here on Gridlocked. But as uh, DOT states in their blog, they say, quote, while we plan for the 405-167 interchange direct connector flyover ramp to be operationally ready as early as next week, you got to keep in mind there's going to be some overnight closures as their team completes some of the paving work heading into the spring. Now, I've drove through that many a times. And yeah, while it looks great and I'm super excited to test this out, yeah, there's still a lot of work that has to be done in that area. So again, uh, I'm going to keep an eye on that and we'll have another update for you coming up next week here on Gridlocked. If there is anything traffic related that you want me to investigate or you want me to take a look into, please send me an email on my website. My website is Tracy. 
taylorturner.net. I really want to get to the bottom of what you guys, commuters, want to know about. So please feel free to drop me an email at tracytaylorturner.net so I can do some investigation into what you guys would like to see in the future. In the meantime, uh, that's it for me. Um, I know I promised the last episode that we would talk to my girlfriend, Elaine, who has just recently uh, gone through breast cancer and she has finished all of her cancer treatments. We are going to talk to her next week and, and we'll have a recap of that 405-167 flyover ramp and see how that works out for drivers within this next week. Thanks for listening.